When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 305 DGS. Good show. Interesting. Lots to talk about. Uh, if you are just uh, waking up from a coma, the Hunter Biden has been indicted on three gun charges, according to Chad Plebin, who we had on earlier in the show. Very, very serious gun charges, very provable gun charges and uh, faces 10 years in real prison. And so this is going to be a big legal matter. It's going to be a big political matter. Uh, if you go home tonight, you turn on the cable news channels of your choice and what I always do being a, a talk show host is I go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And uh, it's, it's, it just made an already interesting in, when I say interesting, I mean awful uh, the situation in our country politically, even worse. And uh, at 4 PM, Andrew uh, did a great job, jumped on the phone and got Brad Young and got Jeff Smith. And so they're going to be doing a little miniature think tank. Uh, thanks again to Michael Kelly for jumping on with us as well. Going to do Stairway to Kevin. But first, let me talk about a couple things that aren't pot gun hunter related. Um, <laughs> McDonald's is, will be selling pumpkin and cream pies at select locations. That sounds good. It does. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. That just kind of hits. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like the pumpkin as much as everybody else does. I don't. I like the smell of it, but I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to eat it. What about the pumpkin? <laughs> mm. One of these days, I'm going to have to grab Damn, when they I'm get sorry. them out there. I'll I'll grab one of the Costco pumpkin pies and bring them in. They're good. I hate when you Costco dunk so on me. Good. I've never seen the inside of a Costco. So good. I almost went into a Costco yesterday because I was out by the one in Creve Core, I guess. And I was like, I should go in. And then I realized I'm not a member. They don't <laughs> Just want Just go me. running in. Yeah. Pass <laughs> security. I pictured it as like. chicken. Oh, they will take like you the, down uh, there. They I pictured it as like the land of the giants. Like everything is like six <laughs> foot tall containers of ketchup. It and, is kind of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's that time of year again. The National Toy Hall of Fame revealed its 12 finalists. Only three will get in. You want to hear them? Yes. Mm-hmm. Baseball cards, the board game Battleship, Bingo, Bop It. Anyone remember Bop It? Oh, Oh, my God. Uh, Cabbage Patch Kids, the Choose Your Own Adventure game books, Connect Four, Ken. He's a shoe-in, right? He's going to get it this year, yeah. The Little Tykes Cozy Coop. Remember that? The red car with the yellow roof? Of course. Uh, Nerf. Come on. Nerf. Nerf. That's that's like Aerosmith not being in uh, the the Hall of Fame. Slime. Okay. That was fun. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Typically, that's getting in. We when we do this, we're we're busted on them because it's like a stick. Uh, <laughs> these are this is a pretty strong dozen. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe take Bop It off the list. Oh, that's the most annoying game. I just it gave me anxiety. Oh, it's oh, like oh, Bop it. Yeah. You better do it correctly. <laughs> like, ugh, I don't want to. But my, mine for my era was Simon. 
We're oh, all yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah. 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 It's like, but, neat, like neat, game neat, sucked. Neat, neat, neat. I'm going to do the same thing I do with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Toys and baseball cards. I'm sorry, books and baseball cards are not toys. Why are they going into the Toy Hall of Fame or at least candidates? Would you say a Pokemon card was a toy? No. It's a, a card. card. I knew he was going to say that. No, I don't. Maybe I'm wrong because you but do play I, with them sometimes. I mean, yeah, you do. Yeah, I would yeah. argue anything that you play with is a toy. Okay. Right? Like, I think it could be argued. But Cab- battleships should be in there too. Kids. I'm, I'm shocked they're not already in so there. So if yeah. they don't make the, if they don't make the three finalists, do they just automatically go on the list for next year? Because I swear no. I already heard Cabbage hmm. Patch. I think kids they burn before. all of the Cabbage Patch kids. Yeah, I think they, they were called they them all. Set fu- set fire to the Cabbage Patch. They were the devil. <laughs> I had a Cabbage Patch kid. I named him Tommy. Really? Yeah. I look like a Cabbage Patch kid. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I can't see my own butt, but I bet it says Dave on there. I look like a garbage pail kid. I look like a Kennedy had an affair with a Cabbage Patch doll. <laughs> <laughs> Big jaws, a tiny mouth. Uh, this is crazy. A British company is in the process of developing a perfume that smells like the yellow pages. Hmm. What are we doing? What? Do they have a distinct scent? I mean... Yeah, paper and ink? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that. You know, I don't remember it having that. Um, Dancing with the Stars cast, who cares? Um, mm, mm, There's a new Murder, She Wrote movie coming out. Oh, perfect Mm -hmm. for you, Dave. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I hated Angela Lansbury. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just did. Uh, It was such a bright day when she... (laughs) Oh, and, and and this 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 sets me off. I don't know why. I don't know why I get triggered by the universe like this. But Coca Cola it has a new flavor. It's called Coca Cola Y three thousand that tastes oh. like the future. the future. They've used AI to make it. Yes. What does that mean? It yeah, what they, does that mean? I think they consulted with AI to try to find a futuristic flavor. Which sounds like nonsense because it is nonsense. Mm. But. Consulting with AI, yeah, that seems, I don't know. That's weird to me. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't think I would consult with it. Like, what do you think? <laughs> Stairway to Kevin? Sure. Um, Rach, on the audio there, is there anything that looks like it says uh, real estate or rich guy or anything like that? Mm. Uh, there's the unemployment. Is that the Unemployment. This about? is the one. All right. So we're going to play this a little bit of audio, and I want to get your guys' reaction to it. But this is an Australian uh, real estate mogul speaking at a conference in public on camera on television. He knows people are hearing these comments. I think the problem that we've had is that we've, you know, we we have people decided they didn't really want to work so much anymore through COVID, and that has had a massive issue on productivity. You know, tradies have definitely pulled back on productivity. You know, they they have been paid paid a lot to do not too much in the last few years. And we need to see that change. We need to see unemployment rise. Unemployment has to jump 40 50% in my view. We need to see pain in the economy. We need to remind people that they work for the employer, not the other way around. I mean, there is a, there's been a systematic change where employees feel the employer is extremely lucky to have them um, as opposed to the other way around. So it's a dynamic that has to change. We've got to kill that attitude and that has to come through hurting the economy, which is what the whole global... You know, the, the world is trying to do, the governments around the world are trying to increase unemployment to get that to some sort of normality. And we're seeing it. I think every employer now is seeing it. I mean, there is definitely massive layoffs going off. People might not be talking about it, but people are definitely 
laying people off and we're starting to see less arrogance in the employment market and that has to continue because that will cascade across the cost balance. So what he's saying is we need to double the unemployment rate to put workers back in their place and let them know where their spot really is in this world because so they become so arrogant. So that they're more productive. So that they're more compliant. Less lazy. Subservient. You name it. That's his position. Now, this guy's that, a billionaire, by the way. Do you think that maybe the truth is somewhere in the middle? I mean, have we taken it too easy on workers? I don't think so. I mean, I think workers have mostly been taken advantage of throughout human history. I mean, and by the way, he got so ripped for that that he now has offered some half-assed apology mm. where he's like, well, you know, I'm so sorry because I realize that when someone loses their job, that impacts their family and their mental health. I'm like, no, you don't, and you don't care. What you really meant and cared about is what you said when you weren't editing yourself. And he's very clearly making the point that for people like him at the top of the spectrum, they need the rest of us to be basically better slaves. We need to know our place in this thing. And then why do you think he changed all that? Because he has people that work for him and they're going to leave working for him yeah. if they think that's how they go. So, I mean, he's already realized and acknowledged that that position is inherently wrong. If you want good employees, you want to treat them well. You don't want to make them feel like they're slaves. You know, I'm like <clears throat> the millionth guy to say this, but it is so interesting to me uh, who the essential workers were when the crap hit the fan. Yep. And we had the biggest pandemic that we've ever seen in modern history and we shut everything down. But we need these people. It was the workers. It was the workers workers. Yeah. There weren't many people. There weren't many essential workers out there making a hundred grand. There were people out there making 30, 40, 50, sometimes minimum wage, but they were the essential workers. We gotta have you. But then when it they're no longer essential once they're not essential. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. You go back to being like, oh, okay, now we don't have to worry about you anymore. It's just a sickening thing to hear someone who's worth a billion saying we need to inflict pain on people. So that people like me can make more. Because that's what he's saying. Mm. That is the point. Because if he's, if, if the I workers. Do appre I do appreciate him saying the quiet part out loud. Well, I, and we know that that's how a lot of CEOs and people at that level are thinking. We know that based on their actions, not their words. They you know, don't so say funny. it. If you took what he said and I read it in the Mr. Burns voice. Uh, it, it, would, would track. it would come so, it would seem so much more evil. <laughs> and it would track, right? Right. Right. He sounds, you know, he sounds like Crocodile Dundee, so it doesn't sound so bad, right. does he it? He sounds Mike? very charming. Yeah, yeah. But like, isn't that dynamic kind of at the root of what we always see as a problem is that the, the people that have a lot don't, in their minds, don't have enough because the only thing that is enough is more. Well, they can't, they can't have more if they're giving the worker more. Every dollar they give their employees is a dollar they don't get to keep, which is a strange dynamic. And, you know, we were talking about the UAW thing. I mean, the three big automakers in the United States have seen their profits from 2019 till now. So through the pandemic, through all of the supply chain problems, through all of the things they've gone through, their profits are up 20% for Fiat Chrysler, 30% for for Ford and almost 50% for GM. So why can't you pay your workers more? Hmm. If you're if the if the numbers are going up even through one of the craziest worst times we've ever seen, why does that mean that there isn't enough to pay the people that make it possible more to do their work so that they can keep up with inflation? 
Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the argument, right? And this guy is kind of, I think, just saying, like you said, Dave, he's saying the quiet part out loud. Yeah. He's saying this is the this is what has to be the attitude if you're at the top end. Otherwise, how do you justify? So I'm not saying that the stuff that we do talk about is unimportant. But isn't it amazing how we will obsess over Hunter Biden for the next year? <laughs> and yet we just gave like a million dollars in over COVID and PPP and all that stuff. And there was so much fraud and, and you never hear about it. Oh, It's like the federal government is just, I think they've just said, look, man, we did what we needed to do. We're going to chase down the bad actors the best we can, but let's just keep this quiet because that was a cluster. Don't you think? Yeah. Man, I'm good for the people. Good friends of mine own businesses and got those loans. Much needed. Much needed and kept their people in, paid yep. and good. But, man, you know there was just a ton of fraud. Oh, no, there were people that were like, starting businesses just to get those loans. There's a guy I met uh, in Colorado who owned a coffee shop, and uh, Nick and I struck up a, a friendship with him, and he used to be in banking and pretty high up. He was like my age, pretty high up. And he quit because he kept going to his boss and saying, hey, we have someone else applying for one of these loans, and it's pure bull crap. It, it's complete fraud. And his boss would say, like, just write it. Just do it. Just shut up and write it. And you end up quitting and opening up a coffee shop. Yeah. The uh, the United States Small Business Association estimates that uh, $200 billion in those funds for COVID were misused. And that so that basically means almost 20% of all of those funds were distributed to fraudulent actors. Honestly, that sounds low to me. I'm yeah. a little surprised it's that, it's that low. Yeah. And that's, again, that's a small business association. That's not a government. And you agency. know that the powers that be had to kind of see that coming and and had to at some point go, well, we're just going to have to live with it. We st yeah, because you do have to do this for the legitimate businesses that need it. Yeah. It's just funny to me that, uh, you know, the CEOs are like, we have to hurt people in order to stay afloat. And the workers are just saying, all you have to do is cut into your profits a little bit to help us out. Like yeah. the, the results are so different. One of them is people losing their jobs, losing their livelihood. Yeah. And that's supposedly for the betterment of, I don't know, your corporation. Mm -hmm. And the workers just want to be able to make, the workers just want to be compensated. Yeah. Oh, wow. We're, we're burying the biggest story of the day. Do you see Subway sandwiches is going to come out with a three-inch sandwich? For who? For whom? Everybody. What is it, like a snack? I get like four of those. I bet it'll be like $8, too. <laughs> that, would, that would be a foot long. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 324 DGS. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to uh, have Dave and audio in the next segment. I'm sorry, uh, headlines. And then at the top of the hour, we're going to have uh, Brad Young and Jeff Smith with a little miniature uh, think tank kind of a debate about the Hunter Biden thing. Not just about Hunter Biden, because as Michael Kelly said, who gives a crap about Hunter Biden? Mm -hmm. It's what he means to the overall palette and picture of our screwed up uh, current American politics. Uh, a couple weird things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Drew Barrymore is tripled down. Uh, she did another show, taped another show, and she, the the first show she did, she kicked people out of the audience who had the buttons, the yeah. buttons supporting the Writers Guild. <laughs> really, they rent through people's bags and purses, and if they had that, they they didn't let them in. 
And then the uh, the Writers Guild actually tweeted or X or whatever they call it now, uh, saying, no, you are under this deal because she keeps saying that she's not. Well, that's kind of all that matters, right? Because if if because we're SAG after and if I were to say like, well, I'm not covered because of X and SAG after said, no, you are covered. That's kind of the final say. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. I think they know. Yeah. I think they know. <laughs> and they specifically reached out to us as an example, not you, the three of us, but like. No, they, Fran called me. Yeah, yeah, yeah but she calls us all the time. <laughs> but like the, the, they specifically said, if you are on the radio side or the news side, TV news side, you're this is not about you. This yeah. is you're you are not bound to do this. So and they yes. specifically told her in front of the whole world. Yeah, like no, no, no you, you are. are you are under this agreement. Yeah, you guys see Bill Mars doing the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. although I think his is a little different. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But for some reason, I felt like his was different because he's just doing it himself with no riders. I don't know. Either way, I'm always going to err on the side of not crossing the picket line because I grew up with my dad, who was Mr. Union. Mm-hmm. They're they're both doing the same thing in that they're doing their show like without riders. Uh, uh, the difference with Bill is that Bill is going to it's Bill not do Mr. Will- Mar Willie. <laughs> William will not be doing. He's he's not going to do any of the segments that are traditionally written by writers. Mm. So it's basically going to be just the panel segment of the show, mm. which is never written or scripted anyway. He's not going to do like monologues or not going to do the new, not do the new rules. Yeah, yeah, he won't. Yeah. Do, he's not going to do new rules. Anything that would be written and scripted out, he's not going to do, and it's just going to be panel show. Did you see her statement she put out on Instagram? And she was like, we start, it was just so like self-righteous. And it was like, we started this during the height of a pandemic. And then she said they were going to continue on in a quote, astute humility. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You need a writer, girlfriend. Yeah. Now I will say that what the writers, that's what we need writers for. To to Bill Maher's case, the Writers Guild said, said this about it. He's a Writers Guild member. And it said, as a WGA member, Bill Maher is obligated to follow the strike rules and not perform any writing services. So if he's not using writers, that means he has to be the one writing it. Yeah. Well, he's he's in the Writers Guild. So I'd say that's pretty clearly yeah. crossing the line. Oh, but final, but that's, that's final little story here. <clears throat> I have to apologize to, to Andrew about something. Um, I forget who it is, but, but a bunch of like uh, organizations... Uh, health organizations have come out and said adults should really be eating off the kids' menu because it's smaller portions, it's much healthier. Uh, typically, you're going to get carrot sticks instead of fries and milk instead of soda, and it's cheaper. And we should all be eating kids' meals. Now, we will ignore the fact that the reason that I was eating off the kids' meal was because it was uh, a massive portion of food. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you take the win? Could you? <laughs> 335 DGS on KMOX. Gorgeous day out there. Dave Murray joins us. Dave, yes. are these days boring for you? I uh, No. I, I like every kind of weather, and it's not boring because there's other stuff going on mm-hmm. that impacts our weather, like the hurricane along the East Coast. That impacts our weather. Uh, it's always nice to get a nice stretch, but it's also nice to look out and say, okay, when is this going to change? Mm-hmm. So that, that keeps me on my toes. Is the hurricane still kind of heading left? It, it is trying to. It's struggling. It will basically what I think is going to happen. It's going to continue to move to the north. It's going to get into slightly colder water. So it's going to drop down to about a category one, maybe a weak category two. 
Cape Cod, the, the Gulf of Maine, and Eastern Canada, Nova Scotia, those are, those are the hit areas. But the thing is, this system is about 500 to 600 miles wide, and the wind field is actually going to expand as it starts to lose power. I know that doesn't seem to make sense, but instead of being a tight little wind field, it's going to expand out. So there could be 70 mile per hour winds on Cape Cod, even into Boston as we get into the weekend. And the hardest hit area will probably be the very tip of eastern Maine and Nova Scotia in Canada, where it will be a full fledged hurricane. Gotcha. Uh, now, go ahead. What happens? Because now you got me going. Got yeah. Me talking about it. Yeah, is that cage. Nothing, nothing moves across the country until Hurricane Lee gets out of the picture. That will happen by the end of the weekend into early next week. That's when weather patterns will start to move. So basically what we're looking at is more fantastic weather right through the weekend. I'm going to keep a chance of a spot shower Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening. Spot's the key word. I'm not worried about it. You shouldn't be worried about it either. I think we're mainly dry. But we're looking at 81 Friday, 78 Saturday, 78 on Sunday. But as Lee moves out, the pattern starts to change. Big trough of low pressure develops over the West Coast. That means the southerly flow returns for us, so we should be warmer, more humid, and an increase in shower and maybe some thunderstorm activity after Wednesday of next week. Long way off, but that's just the trend that's setting up. And are we actually in a drought? Uh, no, I'm not going to say we're in a drought. Our you know, are things a little dry because we haven't had rain for a while? Yes. But, you know, we, we kind of made up for the early drought uh, with a lot of thunderstorm activity. So we're kind of living on the edge. Plus, remember, September and into October is a very dry time for us. It's harvest time. Mm -hmm. So you have to look at it like that's good. The, the farmers really want a dry pattern to bring everything off the fields. And, and so, yeah, we're dry, but a, a serious drought, no. Very good. Headlines, Rach? Headlines is brought to you by Schnucks. Get personalized savings delivered to you in an instant with the Schnucks Rewards app. All right, so Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is directly contradicting federal health recommendations and warning residents against getting a new COVID-19 booster. DeSantis says there's not enough evidence the vaccine provides benefits that outweigh the risk. Yeah, evidently his Surgeon General is a bit of an anti-vaxxer. And they did a uh, news conference together and said for people 65 and, and under, definitely don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's strange times. And I, I really, maybe I shouldn't judge people so harshly because everyone has their own worldview. I'm sure that there are people out there who are anti-vax who've done way more research than me. Um, but like we talk about all the time, uh, sometimes I'll say like, oh, I'm an, an institutional man. And Rachel point out, no, you just listen to your doctor. But that's what I do. I listen to Dr. Patrick Stein, John Stein, and he tells me do this and I do that. And I don't know. It's just weird to, to see a governor and a surgeon general get up and basically say, like, don't do it. Yeah, I'm going to continue yeah. to listen, listen to, to my doctor. doctor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's always been going back to it all. And I was doing uh, some nighttime shows on KMOX during COVID and all of that. And it was it's a simple thing. Anything health related. You have a doctor. Ask them. They know you. They know your history. They know exactly what's going on. And, and they can take that and compare it against all the other information out there and decide, all right, this is a good choice for you. This is not a good choice for you. 
Just don't decide based on a YouTube video or someone that doesn't know. Just ask the person that you know that is your doctor. By, by the way, Wheels, you are not kidding. <clears throat> uh, after 9-11, uh, my TikTok feed, and I, I don't do a lot of conspiracy stuff, was just so much. Oh, it was over the top. Inside 9-11 yeah. and this video and have you seen this picture? Yep. And I don't believe any of it. But the people who do that are very skilled. Yeah. They know what they know what they're doing. They can tell the story. Isn't it interesting, too, with the DeSantis thing, just how tired we are? Imagine he would have said this two years ago. Everyone would have been like, can you believe what yeah. Ron DeSantis said? Yeah. And now we're like, yeah, just listen yeah, okay. to your doctor. Okay. <laughs> just yeah. make, just make mean, your own It is interesting, though. Doctor. It is interesting to me that a, a person that's in his position, John Hancock talks about this all the time. Like you, you're the, the the whole idea of like small government, stay out of it all. Well, you're not doing that when you're taking this kind of stance. Just like you're not doing that when you're going after Disney, right? The the true conservative position would be or using your position of power to try to engineer society, right? Like small government means get the heck out yeah, of the way, whether that's conservative or liberal. Absolutely. Speaking of Ron DeSantis, Trump has ripped his poll numbers. He posted his thoughts to Truth Social early yesterday, writing, DeSanctimonious poll numbers are crashing. Is it that he is not a very skilled politician or perhaps his not-so-long-ago fight against farmers, Social Security, and Medicare? Three question marks. Or maybe it's the lack of loyalty to the man who took the DeSanctis failing campaign and through a strong endorsement got him elected. Whatever it is, few have ever witnessed a drop so fast and so severe. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Wow. I think it's the last one. Don't you? The loyalty that he's not well, having loyalty just, to Trump. Just, or at least there are the, the the people that he this is why when we were talking about whether or not he would even get in, I thought he might not because you you, you to run against Trump, you have to go against Trump. Well, if you want those people to vote for you, it's really a hard case to make if you're already from the word go jumping in going against him. It's a very difficult thing to it's a what would you call that? A difficult needle to thread? Mm -hmm. Just what we need. Another crazy congressperson. Gronk is not ruling out running for <laughs> oh, office. God, stop. No. In a new Just interview, stop. the former NFL star said he now identifies as a Florida man. And when asked if he'd consider a run for office, he said the answer is, quote, not a no. Oh, Gronk to sanctimonious. <laughs> oh, my God. President Senator Gronk. Gronk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, Gronk. I love this headline. World's oldest crocodile still alive despite rumors. So I guess there was a rumor <laughs> that the world's oldest Nile crocodile had passed away, but he is still alive and kicking. He's 122 years old. and His wow. name is Henry. Uh, he has fathered 10,000 offspring over what? the course of his life. Wow. Crazy. Crazy life. Where does Henry still live? Again? Living. He uh, lives in South Africa. He's the Nick Cannon of alligators. I've seen. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've seen. I a... used to used to play in the NBA. <laughs> I've seen a show on him. Um, really, Henry? Yeah, yeah. Like they, he disappears for long periods at a time. I guess and having sex. Think, and people. Well, think we he's know dead. what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, how how do they know it's him? Uh, he's very distinctive. Okay. Uh, Got a top hat and a monocle. Yes. <laughs> yes. I forget. You go out on the river and go, hey, Henry. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm here. He's also missing a few toes and teeth because yeah. he's so old. So I guess okay. that's how they identify him. How old did you say he was? He's 122. Wow. Wow. 10,000 kids. I mean, he has seen some things. 
NSYNC yeah, is releasing over and over. <laughs> the boy band NSYNC is releasing their first new song in 20 years. It's called Better Place, and it'll be a part of the DreamWorks film Trolls Band Together. Oh yay! Maybe they can be on the uh, Murder She Wrote movie soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the right time frame. Mm-hmm. And one more story here: according to a new poll, the vast majority of workers say they wear casual clothes to work most days. Hey. Mm. <laughs> that does make me that's, happy. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start dressing extremely formal for work. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a way to go. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Dave, Dave Murray, did you dress like in a in a suit to go to work, or did you just like change into that when you were on screen? No, I I, I went dressed. Okay. <laughs> did you ever do the shorts thing or nah? Uh, no. Obviously, on remotes when it was hot, like that Cardinal Stadium. I just or, mean like, you, you but know, you you were, he had were to stand up. Though. I was going to say I had more to stand often up. than not, you were standing by the map, so you could all the pull, time. Like what all the, the sports time. guys always get to do. No, no, yeah. are the anchors? A lot of anchors yeah. would wear shorts. Really? So yeah. your yeah, your goal was always to get them to stand up. <laughs> come over here. I want to show you. Hey this guys, come on over. Through. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. All right. Three fifty-two DGS. We're going to play some uh, audio here, Wheels. Is is this NASA's thing that they did? Uh, no, it's just a, there's a, it's an interviewer with, uh, I believe it's a physicist. Uh, let's see here. Did you see the NASA thing? I about did not. About the UFOs? Yes. Oh, my have, God. Yeah, we this is not about UFOs. Way to say nothing, NASA. Yeah. Thank you. They're like, we need to do more research. Yesterday... Uh, Mexico's like we got aliens and one's pregnant, <laughs> and we're all we're all like bookish and like well, you know, like oh, well, studies are inconclusive. Yeah, come on, give us the dirt. Tell right. us what's going on. <laughs> this one's gonna have a baby any second. <laughs> She's about to pop. <laughs> I hate that phrase. I hate it. Oh, it's so gross to me. So let's hear the. Uh, Audio. All right. So the the question that was asked, and and the an, the person giving the answer is David Spurgle. He's a really high end astrophysicist, so he understands things that I don't. Uh, but the question was basically, how big is the universe that we can, that we can figure mm-hmm. out to this point, and is it uniform? Does it have a shape, or is it just like random? How much larger is our universe, or is it just a really weird shape? The universe is large and very uniform. We can have tried to measure the size of the universe, so it's at least 26 billion light years across. So we don't know whether the universe is infinite or finite, but if it's finite, it is really big. So we live in a big universe. And we see the same pattern of fluctuations roughly in the different directions, and the fluctuations don't seem to have anomalies. They seem to be drawn from a bell curve distribution that we call a Gaussian. And the statistical properties of the fluctuations are incredibly simple. The universe turns out to be so simple that I can describe the properties of those fluctuations by two numbers, the amplitude of the fluctuations and how they vary with scale. And that completely characterizes. So my understanding when I put that through a translator is uh, it's it's not random. It's very much organized. That no, no matter what direction you look in the universe, these things that he's talking about are basically the same. Yeah, to me, it's sort of like if you think of a stew. Yeah. Like, if you have a a normal-sized pot of stew, and you're like, okay, I got the carrots, got the roast beef, got the celery, and then you expand that to the size of the United States. Stew, stew. 
more carrots over here than over here, more celery over here than over here. What blows me away is the whole spotlight concept, that if you're in a dark room, you take a flashlight and you shine it and you see a circle of light, uh, that's what that's the universe we can see. Right. But beyond that could be a million of those. Yeah. So what we're seeing as the universe could be a tiny speck. Yeah, the, the two parts that blow me away on that are the 26 billion light years that we can see and then just not knowing <laughs> if it goes beyond that or yeah. not. And yeah. if it does, what the Especially heck? Especially since we've only been here for 13 point something billion years. So it's twice as large as the time we've been here. So we sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about the aliens already. I'm sick yeah, of Yeah, tell me about the yeah, alien about eggs. It's <laughs> 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 only about him saying it makes it so I much know. worse. It no offense. But yeah, no offense. But you've been hitting the peas really yeah. hard lately. Mm-hmm. It's been practicing. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.